Real Money Show right back at it, one 877 8 And don't forget to visit the e-store uh, any time of day, really, to start making your purchases of real, real gold and silver. We're talking physical metals. Jeremy, Paul, how are you guys doing? Doing absolutely wonderful. Enjoying Beautiful. the summer. Good. It's good to be back uh, with you. I want to mention, uh, Jeremy, off the top, recently had a Twitter contest. Umesh Sud- uh, Sundarlingham won a 10-ounce silver maple coin, so congrats to Umesh. And I think just before we went on the air, you mentioned you have a new contest starting September 1st. You want to go to at GuildhallWM, again, at GuildhallWM. Follow and retweet the post for the new contest, and you can win a 10-ounce silver RCM silver bar. So there's all kinds of winning going on, and uh, get yourself some silver. It would be a uh, fantastic start. How are you guys? We're doing great. Uh, the market's up. And, uh, yep. Paul, I think you wanted to talk about the e-store before we really get started and talk about what's going on with the economy and where gold and silver are headed next. Yeah, absolutely. The e-store for us at guildhallpreciousmetals.com or go to guildhallwealth.com, right-hand corner, there's the uh, e-store. You can go to it. Um, I believe that we're one of the only companies that are able to give you immediate delivery on product. Uh, Whether you're buying you know, one-ounce silver bars or one-ounce silver maples, 10-ounce bars, which have been in on back order with the Royal Mint now for almost three, four months, and we have availability. Yeah, we haven't even been able to offer that in the registered accounts for a couple months now because they've been they've been just behind. Yeah, it. well, that was on the the loop with Quest Trade, um, the our wholesaler, and and again the Royal Mint wasn't able to fulfill orders, though we have lots of inventory in the depository and we've been able to fill our own clients' orders, which is really important. Um, So whether, as I said, whether you're ordering silver in one ounce, 10 ounce, kilo or 100 ounce increments, that's available um, on the e-store. Same thing with gold, you can buy a quarter, half ounce, one ounce maples, one ounce uh, Royal Canadian Mint or PAMP, gold bars, 10 ounce bars, kilo gold bars. They're available for immediate delivery. When I say immediate delivery, if we don't have them here, we will have them in our depository and it only takes a day or two for us to bring them in to fulfill your orders. You know, we find that there's a lot of companies out there that offer product. You know, I've always maintained there's three things that you actually get is service, delivery, price, which are the main three things that you can get. Now, a lot of the companies out there that are selling precious metals, they can offer you a price, but they don't have the product. And in some cases, we've got having a lot of people coming to us saying they're waiting a month two months to receive product, which is everyday product that we stock and we're able to fulfill orders with. So it's really important to know who you're dealing with. Uh, Price is not everything. You know, when I talk to clients, you know, the Internet is always basically meant for people to do searches. People always look for the cheapest price, whether it's an airline ticket, a hotel room or precious metals. With gold and silver, it's not about the price. It's about the quality of the product. It's about having being able to get delivery. People always ask us and say, well, you know, the spot price is this price. Well, if you're talking about paper, if you're talking about 
ETFs, if you're talking about certificates, if you're talking about futures or options on futures, it's a spot price. To buy fabricated product, it means the product has to be dug out of the ground. It has to go to a fabricator that makes that product. Now, it's cheaper to make a 100-ounce bar than it is to make a 10-ounce bar to make a 1-ounce bar. So you're going to pay a premium. The mints, whether it's the Royal Mint, uh, the Australian Mint, Perth Mint, uh, whether it's the U.S. Mint, they all buy the product and, or manufacture the product and then sell the product to a wholesaler. The wholesaler has to work on a little bit of a spread. Hmm. When you're buying physical product, there is logistics involved. That product has to be shipped from the Mint to a wholesaler, to a dealer, and the logistics of insuring the product, transporting the product, there has to be some type of markup that goes onto it. It's like buying, uh, I shouldn't say, a Hewlett-Packard cartridge. What does a Hewlett-Packard ink cartridge cost to manufacture? It sells for about $100-odd, but, you know, it costs maybe $6, $7 to manufacture. So, but with gold and silver, there is a spot price. There is a small margin to have on the spread. So when you deal with Guildhall, we have the product, we have the availability, we service our clients to death. Whether you take the product home, whether you want to put it into our depository, which is an IROC-approved depository, insured with Lloyd's of London, this is a great way to own. And again, uh, if you're buying a 1,000 ounces of gold or silver, it's free delivery, free shipment. If you want to come and pick it up, it's very easy. You can pay by debit. You can pay by bank draft. You can pre-do a wire. You can pay by pre-authorized debit, cash up to $10,000, and we also do BitPay. One eight seven seven eight silver by the way, is the phone number anytime, guildhallwealth.com. Jeremy, what else you got going on? Yeah, well, I think just on the, the, the e-store, I think the idea is that we're all about relationships here at, at uh, Guildhall Wealth and uh, the e-store, guildhallpreciousmetals.com. Yep. And we're also all about tra- and that and really the basis of trust in relationships is all about transparency. So for us, it's important to be able to discuss with clients, you know, let's say on the off chance we don't have the product available that the client's looking for. Usually, if we don't have the product, we will take it off the site so that it's not available um, as a choice. If it if it is available, we want to let the client know, OK, we've received your funds via e-transfer or bill payment, whatnot. We've sent out the product. Here's your here's your tracking number. It's fully insured. You can you can track the order so you can see where when it should arrive. In my experience, usually, once payment's been fulfilled, product can arrive within literally 24 hours to 48 hours, uh, especially in the GTA. So it's a very fast service, and oftentimes it benefits people to come to the office first, check out some of the products that are available, so they get a sense of of where, what direction they want to take with their physical acquisitions, and then it makes the e-store purchases all that much more easier. Are we paused there for a minute? Yeah. yeah. So let's, now let's, let's go back to Paul about, uh, you want to talk about Trump, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'll have you uh, do that, John. Okay. One eight seven seven eight silver guys is the number anytime at guildhallwealth.com. You know, it wouldn't be a, a talk show, Paul, unless we, uh, we, we dabbled a little bit in Trump. What do you got going on over there? Oh, well, um, 
This guy tweets me to death. Um, there is a big meeting uh, held at Jackson Hole in Wyoming. It's uh, the Fed are hosting for central bankers, uh, and it goes on till Sunday. Uh, Chairman Powell is giving a speech tomorrow, and uh, that's Friday. We're taping the show here on Thursday. Um, it's all about Trump has been pressuring uh, the Fed to lower interest rates. He thinks if you lower the interest rates all the way down, everything is going to be rosy. Well, you know, they're having trouble getting to 2% inflation. Uh, Not in Canada. In the States. Huh. Well, we look at the we States hit it before in Canada. Canada. Um, they're having trouble with that. Uh, interest rates are extremely low. Um, right now, they're in the States, there is 7 million people uh, or 7 million jobs available um, waiting to be filled. They're not great jobs, but there's 7 million jobs waiting to be filled. So the the jobless rate is pretty good. Um, That's if you don't count the people who have stopped looking for jobs. Yeah, I mean, but we, we're looking at... So if you fudge the numbers, things look good. Well, you can always fudge the numbers. But um, there's been a lot of talk about, is the U.S. going into recession? Um, and... You know, yesterday on the White House lawn, Trump, uh, you know, claimed he was uh, the chosen one, which yeah. is very interesting. Did, did you see that at all, John? Yeah, I saw it and heard it. They've been talking about it on the news ever yeah. since. Well, he yeah. should I'm have said he, he, he should have said, I chose to go against China, not I'm the chosen yeah. one. I think his verbiage was a little out of whack. But he's sent 19 tweets this month alone to Powell to, dr to drop the interest rates. I wonder if it's because he's in the real estate business and New York real estate is really in a slump. So is that his edge because he talks out of both sides of his mouth? Again, the, the economy seems to be doing well. You know, um, Target stores did very, very well. Um, there's a lot of retail stores that are doing exceptionally well in the States, which means 70% of the GDP is coming from the consumer. So do you really need to drop the rates? Now, if they do drop the rates, it will be even better for gold and silver, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But, you know, gold and silver, in the last 90 days, uh, silver's up uh, round about 20%. Uh, gold is up as well um, to an all-time high since uh, what, 2008. Um, we're reaching figures. Gold is trading in the $15 range. Silver is in $17 range. Um, I just received a shipment, believe it or not, of 10-ounce bars that I bought at $14 and change. Huh. Um, you know, that's incredible. Um, that that was my original order that's just been filled from the mint. So it took three months, four months almost, to get some product that I'd ordered uh, back in early part of May. So we look at product. We look at where gold and silver is heading. We think there is a tremendous upside. We've got some information as well from um, uh, Bloomberg, one of their uh, analysts, uh, who believes that you know silver is really, really going to take off, and we'll talk about that in the next segment. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Guildhallwealth.com. Just before we uh, we wrap up for this segment, Jeremy, you got any comments? Yeah. So um, coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk about uh, GICs. Are they a good place to be? Right. What do they look like compared to gold? We'll also talk about um, where. 
can silver go from here? You know, we've seen a big rise in silver. We'll talk about how much silver's gone up this year, where we see it going uh, for the rest of the year and what its potential is. And uh, let's also talk about, uh, towards the end of the show, we'll talk about things to not do if you're new to investing in gold. Now, one of the things I just wanted to kind of add on, I know Germany yesterday uh, was launching a 30-year bond. That's a 30-year bond uh, with a negative interest rate. Um, They only got half of that product sold. The other half was bought by, was it the Bundesbank? Um, And the reason I think they've actually put this out on the market, because we know the European Central Bank is going to start doing quantitative easing again, and they're going to be buying these bonds uh, at actually a, a profit for whoever's bought them right now. But that's another thing, so we'll talk about that maybe a little later. want to remind you as well, you can go to the e-store anytime and start investing uh, in gold and silver, precious metals, all that stuff. It's a good place to start. You can do it in the uh, the comfort of your own home, as they say. Lots more on the way, one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom Real Money Show continues right here on Global News Radio. And back with more of The Real Money Show, one eight seven seven eight silver the number, guildhallwealth.com. Reminder, new contest starting September 1st. Go to at guildhallwm, follow and retweet the post for the new contest, and you could win a 10-ounce RCM silver bar. So that is, uh, is awesome, guys. Uh, recent article, Jeremy Paul in Bloomberg about silver. Give me some details on it. Yeah, Mike McGlone from Bloomberg. He's an intelligent senior commodity strategist. Um, he believes silver over the next little while is going to push to $22 an ounce, maybe, and gold even higher. Um, actually, silver has gone up 18% in the last 90 days, which if you actually annualize it, it's a rate of 75%. And silver has been one of those metals that's been kind of trodden down. It's now starting to move back up. It's not only a precious metal. Um, it's a metal that's used in all types of industry. So we, we kind of always like you know, silver. And gold, again, uh, since the beginning of the year, is up over 20%. Um, there are several ways you know, for you to own physical gold and silver. We spoke in the first segment about buying physical through our e-store, you know, whether you want to put it, take it home or whether you want to put it into our depository. Um, one of the areas to, to capture, you know, a $22 move, we're trading right now at $17, is to use allocated finance. Now, this means where instead of, for example, silver's trading at $17 an ounce US, instead of you putting up $17,000 plus, you know, some commission or whatever spread on the on the metal you can put up as little as sixty two hundred dollars us and this allows you to purchase a thousand ounces of silver the same 10 100 ounce rcm silver bars that go into the depository with the bar numbers but instead of you putting up seventeen thousand and change you're putting up sixty two hundred dollars so if silver goes from seventeen dollars to almost twenty three dollars you've actually doubled your money if instead of waiting for it to go to $34, if it gets to $34 where you've only laid out six, you've got $28 profit, that's almost 450% return. So that's the benefit of allocated finance. And it's not for everybody. Um, you know, 
if you have to go borrow the money or put it on a credit card or take the money from you know a bank loan, this is not the way to buy it. But if you've got some extra cash and you want to buy 5,000 ounces and you, you know, you're happy to put up $30,000, $31,000 and control 5,050 100-ounce bars with a market that's moving up. Now, this strategist you know, from Bloomberg, uh, I've been following him and you know, he's pretty smart. Um, but again, he's just agreeing with what we've been saying for years. We believe that silver and gold is undervalued and silver especially – the ratio to silver to gold is still in the mid-80s. Uh, for the longest time, it was 16 to 1. Going back 5,000 years, uh, back to 1971, we were trading at 16 ounces of silver to 1 ounce of gold. We're trading at about 85 to 1, 88 to 1. If that was to come down to 40 to 1, you know, silver would be trading at $35. If it went back down to 16 to 1, we would be in the $80 range. So this is a terrific time to buy gold and silver and to use allocated finance is a terrific way to go. Um, if you believe silver is going to move up and everybody is talking about gold hitting $2,000 and silver hitting maybe $100 within a very, very short time. One eight seven seven eight silver the number to start investing, e-store as well, and uh, guildhallwealth.com. Jeremy, what do you got going on? Yeah, so um, you know we're we're talking about different ways to get involved in the market, and yep. what what you're talking about, Paul, is certainly a way to take advantage of the precious metals market, and uh, you know from from we get approached all the time from different uh, types of investors, people who want to take more risk, people who are a lot more conservative, and uh, I recently had a, a chat with a client of mine who, um, you know, did very well in the in the gold market in a. a pretty short amount of time uh, but then you know in a kind of a bit of a snarky way said that if he'd invested in a GIC he probably would have done better hmm. and I thought hmm let me let me do the research on that let me look into that and see if if that's that's a true comment so it took a GIC in 1980 and about 17 <laughs> That's right. So, so I decided to to do the research and really, um, you know, break it down and look at the difference between GICs and gold. Now, I have to say, I I don't think they're a similar investment at all. I think people who own they they serve completely different purposes. But if we had to compare the two, you know, we can certainly talk about that, right, John? Yeah, and you've got uh, what five uh, five reasons why, according to I think it's RateHub.ca compared uh, with gold, the GIC, and I think it'll enlighten everybody, right? Yeah, so RateHub, um, they they start. I started with looking at what RateHub says, which is they give five reasons to to buy GICs, which is a, a guaranteed investment certificate. So for those that don't know, you, it's a it's a a guaranteed investment certificate. You go to your bank, you can do it within a registered account, and essentially you put your money away locked in for a year, three years, five years, and you know, you, you're guaranteed a rate of return. So one of the, the two things that they really look at is that the principal is guaranteed and the interest is guaranteed. So what does that mean? It means that at the end of a year, three years, five years, no matter what happens in any market, you will get back the money you invested. So let's say you put in ten thousand, you're going to get the ten thousand. The okay. interest is also guaranteed. So, um, you know, interest. I looked up the interest rates. They're at about two point six five right now okay. for a taxable. three year taxable. Outside the RSP, they're okay. taxable. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, at 2.65 for for a three year, that means on ten thousand dollars you'd make two hundred and sixty five dollars. Now that's that, about a ham sandwich. That is no guaranteed. Kidding. Yeah, it's so. guaranteed. Um, and uh, just just quickly, one of the things that they also talk about, one of their five reasons, is that it's not liquid, so it protects it protects investors from themselves. They're easy to they're quick to spend their money. This puts it away and keeps it locked away. You can't spend it. Uh, another reason is that it's available in a registered account, which, okay, whoopee, there's okay. a lot of things available now. Um, and the other part, which I'm going to put with the first two, is they fulfill the fixed income, I'm putting that in air quotes, of your portfolio. So the idea of, hey, I want to put some money away, I want to get interest no matter what, that kind of dividend aspect of your portfolio. So they're saying this fulfills that. Yeah, but you'd get even actually more money buying a stock that gives a dividend. A small dividend is three and a half, four percent. Right. Well, I had to compare though with how gold performs, okay, with how well, a GIC the, performs. Well, there's no, there's no dividend on gold. All you get is appreciation. Right. So um, at the end of the day, um, what, what it comes down to is, uh, oh, by the way, we're also moving into a negative interest rate world, right? right. There's basically two concepts here that come down to a GIC, is that when it comes to GICs are offering a quote-unquote guarantee and gold has a cost. They're both considered conservative investments. What it costs to store, it costs to store and insure a physical product. If it's a paper product, what insurance is there? What storage? You put it in a filing cabinet. That's right. This mm -hmm. is not in a filing cabinet. That's right. So, And they act differently, though, in the sense that a GIC is there for producing the income, not taking risk, getting that so-called nominal guarantee, which I'll talk about in just a moment, um, whereas gold is more of uh, insurance on your portfolio, and insurance costs costs something. So, yeah, but also you, you're getting your wealth is being confiscated because if inflation is at least two, three, seven, ten percent in real time. Uh, if you're getting two point four over, was it two point six over three years? Yeah. Oh come, it doesn't pay. Right. So I'm, I'm glad you read my article. I can tell. Um, <laughs> look, at the end of the day, gold is considered a safe haven. GICs are considered a conservative investment and investors are trading in returns. You know, the idea of getting some gains in stocks or wherever else, but they're trading those in for deficient guarantees. Now, what is that deficient guarantee? You just talked about it, Paul. The fact that 2.6% over three years, if inflation's at 2%, which the Canadian government literally just said, we hit the 2% inflation mm -hmm. mark, that means inflation's at 6% 6 over three years, and you're getting 2.5%, you're losing. You're absolutely losing. You, you are not maintaining your purchasing power, and that's what this comes down to. The other thing that I think GIC's investors maybe not aware of is the idea of nominal, the nominal gains, which means... It says $10,000, yes, but it, it, doesn't, it doesn't buy what $10,000 did three years ago or five years ago. So the name is the same, but it has a different meaning. So nominal returns is, is not the same as holding gold. And if it goes to $10,000 an ounce, it doesn't mean it's buying you what $10,000 buys you today. It means it stored your wealth and perhaps even gained some wealth. But the idea is it protected your purchasing power. So I think people who own GICs have to be aware that they're not beating inflation. And if you're not getting the returns to beat inflation, 
then you are essentially losing, and that's not a guarantee at all. Yeah, but the people that own GICs were the people from, you know, I'm going back from 20, 30, 40 years ago that retired and were getting 8, 10% a year on their money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just said 25 years ago, the bond, the 30 year bond from, from Germany was 8%. Today yeah. it's negative. I mean, wow. you know, I, I joked before about about 17% on a GIC or whatever it was. I remember getting 22% on an RSP one year when Volcker, you know, put all the interest rates up. Uh, you know, GICs are for people, I guess, that really don't want to take any chances. Um, they're happy losing 2% a year, but they've got their money and hoping that the interest rates will eventually maybe go up to 8%, 10%. But, you know, when you've got Trump tweeting away, drop the price, drop the price, drop the rates. Well, we rates. are in an increasingly negative interest rate world. So how is that going to affect the, the GICs? Well, just, so, I'm just curious. How much did gold, gold beat the got, GIC? Got, did, how much has gold gone up in the last five, six years on average? We're, sorry, two questions. Gold is in the last few years in Canadian dollars since 2014 up 7.9, 7.5, 5.9, 6.0, 6.3, 15% right. so far this year. So we're averaging about 9, 9.5%. So that, that beats 2.4 or 2.6 over three years. Right. So to answer your question, John, how did gold do? Um, you know, I, I looked at the net profits, and again, the GIC would have netted 2.75% over the right. three and a half years, and this client netted 6.5% after all expenses and it doesn't take into account you know in this case the client did buy at a high in 2016 so they were able right. to overcome the high in 2016 make money through 2017-18 and come out ahead so if they had held it longer obviously the longer you're holding it the more you're over overcoming those initial costs to get into the market yeah but it's the same thing as you know when you buy a GIC it's fixed you buy it whether you put it in for 30 90 days or six months a year three years or whatever you're going to put it in you know, when you're buying gold, you know, you, you, you or silver, what you should be doing is be buying on a monthly basis. It doesn't matter what the price is. If gold is fourteen hundred dollars, if it's fifteen hundred dollars, if it drops down to eight hundred, if it goes to ten thousand, you should be buying some every month. And you cost it. You put it together. You've got a cost average price. I know for a fact. I give my grandkids, and I have three now. I give them an ounce of gold on their birthday. You know, I started, I got a 13-year-old, 11-year-old, and a 1-year-old. 13 years ago, it was $500. Well, you know, that's 13 ounces of gold at 1500 That's $20,500 U.S. That's over th it's tougher to cost average on an annual basis versus a monthly basis. Yeah, but I'm just yeah. saying on a, even on a, an annual basis, from 500 to a high of 1900 in 2011, you know, we hit as low as 1,200 four, seven years ago, six, seven years ago. We've hit 1,530, 1,540. I think gold is going to really take off, and people are calling for two and $3,000 gold. They're talking, you know, $100 silver again. This is what's going to happen. So maybe maybe think, rethink the GICs. Uh, it's a yeah. paper product. Guys, we'll take a, a short break. Want to get into this as well. If you're a beginner, what should I not do while investing in gold? We'll answer all those questions and uh, and lots more. One eight seven seven eight silver the number anytime. Guildhallwealth.com. And, of course, you can shop on the e-store as well. Lots more of the Real Money Show is on the way. This is Global News Radio. Real Money Good Show it. right back at it, guys. Uh, one eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Guildhallwealth.com. Check out the uh, the e-store, Jeremy, you know, we were talking uh, the comparison uh, GICs versus gold uh, during the last segment. 
uh, registered accounts, GICs and gold. Uh, give me some details on that as well. Yeah, so we were talking about GICs and that uh, they are available in registered accounts. Yep. Paul, you were talking about the fact that GICs, that there is um, capital gains on that, which is true outside RSPs. Inside the RSPs, everything's diverted to the end when you take it out. So, um, But you can also own physical gold in an RSP. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we partner with Questrade uh, and we... Put, are able to put gold and silver into your registered account, whether it's a TFSA, an RSP, uh, a Lira, Lyft, any one of the registered accounts. And gold and silver is probably, to put into a TFSA, to me, is the best bet. If you don't own a TFSA, um, it's a tax-free saving account which the government has provided for you. You can put up to, if you've never invested, $63,500 into a TFSA. Now, even again, if we're talking about returns over the last five years, and we could go back a lot longer um, where the returns have been 6 7%. This year, we're actually up to 20% in gold. Um, you could, if you bought that amount of product, whether it was gold or silver, and silver's up 18% in the last 90 days. Um, the profit that you can make is tax-free. You can take out that profit. So if you made, uh, you know, 20% on $60,000, it's $12,000, you could sell some product off, take the $12,000, and take it home without paying a penny in tax. So that is, to me, if you don't have a TFSA, you should get one and put gold and silver into it. And for every $5,000 U.S. that you put in, by the way, we give you a gram of gold, up to 10 grams. So it's a great it, rebate. It's, yeah, it's a wonderful rebate. I'm expecting a lot of people bringing back the grams of gold <laughs> over the last five years since we've been doing this. But it, it is a great way to own gold and silver, whether it's a TFSA uh, or a, an RSP or a Lira Lift. Uh, what's the child one called? I always forget. RESP. RESP. I always think of Aretha Franklin. I don't know why, but just need um, the ECT on the end. Yeah, yeah well, I don't know. But anyway, um, you can get started um, if you have an RSP or a TFSA, and it's with another institution. You can just uh, we have a somebody here in our office that looks after all the customers. It's easy to transfer if you just want to put cash in. Uh, you can come in, visit us, we'll sit down, we'll hold your hand through the whole process. It really is easy. It takes about 20 minutes to open up an account. Um, we go, go through what your expectations. We show you what gold and silver has done. Nobody's twisting your arm to make this investment, but it will probably be the best investment you will ever make. One eight seven seven eight silver to get started guildhallwealth.com and always uh, plug in the e-store as well you can buy uh, in the comfort of your own home as they say anytime uh, you want to do that with the e-store uh, beginners and gold this is an interesting uh, topic Jeremy yeah um, I am um, subscribed and a member of Cora and if, if if you don't know what that is it's basically a place to ask it's the breakfast joint right <laughs> <laughs> With a Different yeah, spelling, but I, I did some advertising. There, there you right. go. Um, it's basically a place where people ask questions. Okay. Right. So, um, and uh, I'm I'm actually the most viewed uh, precious metals guy on Come on. on that site. So uh, I like to go in there and just answer questions. And someone okay. asked a fantastic question. They said, as a beginner, what should I not do, 
while investing in gold. Nice. So I came up with a bunch here, John, and uh, I figured, hey, we can go through them. Well, let me read them and you can What uh, you, you can not do is buy a GIC. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Number okay. one, yeah, not nearly as sexy. Uh, yeah. First one is this, uh, Jeremy. Do not approach gold like you would a stock. It is tempting to bring a day trade mentality to the table, but this will hamper your success in the gold market. You have to consider gold to be a long-term hold. While there will be some position management, gold is really an insurance asset rather than a stock. Yeah, you know, we get people, it's just sort of a natural mentality, psychology of the market. People can't help because they see a price moving on a chart and gold is on those charts with the yep. stocks that you can't help but take that mentality and apply it to gold. But we have to remember that this is a physical commodity, that it is the insurance aspect of your portfolio and not the speculative, uh, you know, search for gains part of the portfolio. Um, now, given the circumstances out there, you know, we're looking for the risks. You understand the risks of what's what's happening in the economic atmosphere, uh, you know, the atmosphere out there. And you say, how do I avoid those risks? How do I take mm -hmm. advantage of those risks? And I think that's what makes gold so appropriate right now. Would it be fair to say that, as Paul's mentioned, you you know you buy over time, you cost average, and you kind of you know get it and forget about it till your golden years, as Gerald Salente would would uh, would advise, just keep buying and don't worry about it until uh, until you need it. Don't look at it every day. Yeah, I think there's there's two things there. One is is not worry about it, the price every day. So again, right. stock portfolios, we want to watch the price every day. We can't help it. We just bought. We want it to go. We want it to be a moon shoot right away. <laughs> it's not necessarily going to act like that. So try not to worry about the price every day but also um, we often see at Guildhall people really struggling because they want to nail the price they want to know that they got the best price they got they picked the the perfect time to enter the market and I always find that that's because they want to do everything all at once they want to put all the money into gold right then and there and to ease that that psychology of it, it's pretty easy. And Paul, you talked about it in the last segment. Cost average. Just simply buy on a regular basis. You'll get it sometimes. You won't get it others. But either way, you're holding back some cash to buy on, on dips. You know, I often see in this market people who are not crazy intelligent win in, mm -hmm. in stocks or cryptos or whatever Surprises. and people who are really smart can't get a break it's got nothing to do with brains how do you manage this how do you take advantage of it you just buy on a regular basis yeah the people that buy and don't you know look at it every day I mean we got clients you know they're on looking at the price almost 24 hours a day it's not going to make any difference right really it's, it, it can be exciting but it's not yeah, going to change things gold and silver has its moves it has its moves up it has its moves down but in the long run it's just going to keep on going up and up and up because where countries are printing fiat currencies and you can see right now uh, in Europe they've got 16 trillion dollars of negative rates that, that, that is invested you know, it's a drive to the bottom. And I said in the first segment, you know, people use the Internet to look for the cheapest price always, not always the best product, but the cheapest price. It doesn't matter whether it's a hotel room, an air flight, or even gold or silver. You know, what's cheap is always expensive in the long run. Mm -hmm. You know, as I said, it's important that you get service, price, and delivery. And that's what we offer at Guildhall. And, you know, if you buy a registered account, you know, you get the bar numbers. We've got a client today who's just actually visiting um, the depository and 
they're standing actually on a skid of 1,000 ounce bars, silver bars that they own. I don't advise them to put it on Facebook, but it's a nice thing to have. But again, it's physical product with bar numbers, what you get allocated from Guildhall. And we're very, very proud of what we offer. And to own in a registered account, if you have an RSP and you've got stocks, you've probably done, you should have done pretty well if you've got stocks, but not everybody does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing about picking the bottom, picking the top. Where do I sell? With gold and silver, just buy it, you know, leave it there. It will take care of itself. It's a great hedge against countries printing money, whether it's the U.S., whether it's Europe, um, whether it's Great Britain. Those printing machines keep on and on and on, and what they're actually doing is confiscating your wealth on a daily basis. And and I think to your point, Paul, about not worrying too much about price, as long as you're buying LBMA product, which is London Bullion Market Association, as long as it's a reputable refiner like RCM, Asahi, Pamp Swiss, um, you know, you can go to our e-store and see what those products are. But if you're, if you're, as long as you're buying that product, it's a competitive industry. You know, you're going to get pretty much the same rate everywhere. It's like buying an Apple computer anywhere. You get the same price. Well, there might be ten cents difference. A little difference here and there. Royal Mint or a Pamper or Asahi. You you could drive all the way across town to get cheaper gas, but it's going to cost you the gas to get there. So, um, but at the end of the day, what where you really want to get to eventually is the idea of how many ounces do I have, not what did it cost me, right? You know, it's It's funny, funny, guys. yeah, uh, sorry, an investor buddy of mine said to me recently, and he's he's in physical metals as well. He says, you know, it's the same thing with stocks and people watching gold every day. It's like an old man slowly walking up a hill with a yo-yo. Don't keep your eye on the yo-yo. Keep your eye on the top of the hill. And that's what there. you should be doing, right? There you go. I love it. I love yeah, it. That's exactly what he said. But we're talking about, uh, you know, rookies, newbies, uh, beginning investing in gold, what not to do. How about this one that uh, that you wrote down, Jeremy? Do not worry about price. It's easy to get caught up in the cost of acquisition. There's often exchange, fabrication, dealer premiums, etc. It all starts to feel like owning gold is not worth the money. This, again, is self-defeating. Gold will overcome costs of doing business uh, the longer you hold it. The best place to be is when you start to think about how many ounces you own, like you just said, rather than the price you paid. Also, prices are pretty standard in the gold market, so as long as you buy from a reputable firm, like you just said, you can be pretty sure you're getting fair value. So don't panic, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, we were just talking about uh, the the client who was comparing gold to GICs, and could he have done better if he held on for even another year? The answer is yes, because his initial buy-in costs would have been spread out over the course of time versus trying to overcome those costs in a single year. Yes, there's a cost of doing business, Mm -hmm. but... You know, you're looking at gold being up something like 400% in 15 years. I mean, you will overcome those costs as long as you understand that we're buying this because people, Paul, you just said it, people, the, everyone's printing money. Uh, interest rates are going lower. Uh, how are you going to protect yourself with, yeah. with inflation that, that's going to come? The other thing that's, that's really important as a final point, um, I know we've got to go to break here, is paper. One thing you should not do while buying, investing in gold is do not buy paper. There's a lot of convenient ways to get involved in the market, whether it's certificates, pool accounts, funds, ETFs. They're not necessarily more liquid. They're not even necessarily cheaper. 
And the most important thing is, is when you're buying gold, you want zero counterparty risk. That yeah. means when you own it, no one else owns it. Right. And if and if you have a piece of paper, that is the definition of a contract, which means you now own something that has counterparty risk. So it's very important that if you can't hold it, you don't own it. So to your point, Paul, client goes to the vault, standing on his 1,000 ounce bars. Guess what? It's heavy, but he can hold it. Yeah, but also they went there to see their product that they have in their RSPs and TFSAs. Mm -hmm. This was a, a, a allocated finance account, but they went to see their bars, and they had 100-ounce bars, Royal Canadian Mint bars, lots and lots and lots of them in their registered account, and they were just actually ecstatic that they, you know, they could see their product, touch their product. Um, no one wants to take it home, um, but you know we've 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 spoke about you know the german bund you know how it's a, it's a minus to put money in for 30 years you don't get back as much as you put in it's crazy i mean but with gold you know you know it may go up tomorrow may go down the next day but in the long run it's going to keep on going up it's going to protect your wealth and you know whether you if you're buying certificates if you're buying etfs or, or equities or futures or options on futures you know it's paper in most cases, it's vaporware. It's not the physical product. You need to own the physical product to take advantage of these moves up that are coming. And again, we have clients coming back all the time, bringing back product that they've bought from the e-store. We cut them a check straight away. You know, that's all about the service. And we are, you know, extremely fair on our pricing. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number to get started, and guildhallwealth.com will continue our chat about what not to do investing in gold as a beginner, that and lots more on the way. The Real Money Show on Global News Radio. And back with more of The Real Money Show, one eight seven seven eight silver You know that number by now, guildhallwealth.com and the e-store as well. And starting on September 1st, a new contest. Go to at guildhallwm, follow and retweet uh, the post for the new contest, and you can win a 10-ounce RCM silver bar, which is just sweet. Jeremy, a lot of stuff going on the show today. We might get to little diamonds in a while, right? Yeah, so mm -hmm. I think one of the things uh, we should get back to is we were talking about um, the negative interest rates that are hitting the world. And I think it's underappreciated that it's not happened yet in North America. But it is a growing trend. And with $250 trillion mm. in debts, not including unfunded liabilities, something like $30 trillion is already in negative rates. Well, you know, Trump is pushing uh, Powell to lower the rates. A, he's in real estate. And I'm sure he would love to lower his own debt on his own properties in New York that are starting to kind of come down. You have to look at where you are with these low, low interest rates. I mean, if you look at the U.S. deficit, um, I think it was, was it 21 trillion right now? It's, it's up there, 21, it's 22, it'll be 24 yeah. before you know it. Unfunded in Medicare and Social Security, I think, is mm -hmm. about another $180 trillion. That could never be paid. Nope. People have got no idea what a trillion dollars looks like. They throw the number around. Um, it's, it doesn't make sense. A trillion dollars, I'll give you a quick example. If you take a pallet, a skid, load it up with $100 bills, then put another pallet on top of it and put it onto a U.S. football field and cover it and put a 747 jet at the other end of the football in the end mm -hmm. zone, that's a trillion dollars. So $20 trillion is an awful lot to come up with. The U.S. could never pay off $20 trillion without the unfunded debt. 
It's impossible. So they keep on printing. But it's the best house on the worst street. You know, Plus, that's the, how you pay off debt. You lower the value of the dollar. The, and the U.S. dollar is the strongest currency. The stock market is the strongest in the world. And again, they can borrow because it's a good credit rating. But sooner or later, you know, one of the shoes are going to drop or both the shoes are going to drop. And it's like a juggler juggling so many balls. As soon as one drops, he trips. They all go. I was listening to I was watching a video, an interview with uh, Jeff Gunlock, and he is a, he's, he's, he's smart. he likes gold. He's a hedge fund manager. And uh, he said that that, you know, the economy and everything the way it is, it's a little bit like uh, the Big Mac diet. You know, two weeks in, you go, everything is fantastic, and three hmm. weeks in, your kidneys start to fail. Um, and you just don't know when that's going to happen, but it is going to happen. And lowering interest rates uh, is a problem in the sense that if you are a pension fund or an insurance company, you don't want the 30-year bond in, in Germany, so you start going to the short end of the curve to try to get the yield. And when you can't get that, you start going into da 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 corporate bonds and the problem with corporate bonds is is if we are headed to a recession as the yield the negative yield curve is showing what happens when those companies start turning stop making a profit they love low interest rates because they can pay back the debts that they've borrowed to buy back their own stocks and push up the the stock market mm -hmm. but what happens when the company starts failing and their stock goes down 30% and it doesn't matter that that uh, pension funds are getting some sort of yield on it if the stock is is way down so there's going to be some major major issues down the road but one thing we do know FOMC came out this week they're they're minutes from the meeting they talked about lower interest rates they talked about qe they talked about it being no longer something that would be for an intermittent period of time but something that would be a regular aspect of the economy this isn't a good thing this isn't a good thing for for everyday people who have to go to the grocery store and buy lettuce that's what this comes down to it comes down to you make a certain amount of money you're not getting an, a, a you're not getting a raise every year you have to you're, you're paying taxes you're paying a tax of inflation every year how do you protect against it you know the rates are going down you know QE is coming you know rates in Canada could potentially go negative how do you protect how do you beat it how do you take advantage of it well that's where the physical metals come in into play and as we talked earlier you know maybe being conservative isn't the best way to go here and I think that you even see that with um, you know, the move into negative rates. Why do people even bother going into negative? Because they don't feel they have any choice because they don't want to take any more risk in the stock market. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number, by the way. It's guildhallwealth.com, and make sure you check out the e-store, and you can purchase uh, any time. Paul, what do you say? Well, one of the other things as well that I find interesting is the central banks all around the world are buying gold and silver much more than they've ever bought before. And these are the, also the countries that are printing like crazy. So, you know, they print, they print money, but the price of gold and silver has to go up to protect themselves against fiat currency collapsing and, you know, zero interest on your money. I mean, there was one country I read this week that you can borrow money from the bank and they pay you to take a mortgage. Yeah, in Denmark. To buy a house. Is it Denmark? Yeah. Oh, that's because they wouldn't sell Greenland to... <laughs> but, you know, look, at the end of the day, um, the situation is, is not good for the economy. You don't have capital formation. 
Um, you know, even negative interest rates are going to have an effect on, say, things like credit cards. It, banks depend on each other's banks. They take in your money, Paul. You put money into the bank, and they take that money and go put it into into bonds with other banks, right? Or interest-bearing instru instruments with other banks. And if those are negative, then they lose that interest income, right? right? So now, what are they going to do? They I'll nickel, tell you what they're going to do. Nickel and dime you more than they're going to raise. They're going to raise the interest on your mortgage. They're going to raise the interest on your credit card because they have to start making money somewhere. Or they start doing what Deutsche Bank did, which is they start taking more risk in the equity markets. And when that starts to fail, what happens then? Who's going to bail everybody out? What is it going to look like? And it might not happen tomorrow. And maybe we don't end up looking like Venezuela. But something is going to change in a big, big way. We know it's coming, and we can see how gold has performed. During the first QE from 2009 through to 2011, gold did a moonshoot, and so did silver. And those investors did incredibly well. They were able to even diversify from the top of the market into natural fancy colored diamonds. And that is where you want to really concentrate the wealth. So I think both you and I, Paul, are on the same page that there's an opportunity here for people to invest in a hard asset because when, when credit bubbles burst, you need actual, real collateral, actual, real hold-in-your-hand stuff because people don't care about your mortgage as a, as a collateral. Okay, let's just kind of recap what we spoke about in the first couple of segments. We spoke about our e-store, where you can go to the e-store, guildhallpreciousmetals.com. You can buy physical product for immediate delivery. You can take it home, or you can put it into our uh, depository, which is allocated, segregated. It's stored for you. It's insured with Lloyds of London. Um, you can open up a registered account uh, where you can put an RSP, a TFSA, a Lira Lift, uh, RESP, any one of those accounts. Um, we partner with Questrade. It's in the same depository, which is an IRAC-approved depository, and we make it very, very simple for you. We even have allocated finance where you can take control of, if you wanted to start off with a 1,000 ounces of silver, um, instead of putting up $17,000 US plus, you can put up as little as $6,200 and you still get those 10 100 ounce bars, a $6 move in the market and you've basically doubled your money. And as you know, I recall is the chap from Bloomberg, he's calling for $22 silver very, very shortly. So, you know, a five, six, we're $17 silver right now, a $5 move is not that far away. So that's another way to do it. He also, by the way, in, in the short term, he said even if silver didn't break through, I think he was looking for $18 or $17.50, he said that the low in the market was something like maybe 16 So he wasn't looking for, it's really pennies to the down and dollars to the up. Yeah, and again, it's like if you look at the price of silver, you know, we're trading at $17. It's not a stock that can go to zero. Um, you know, when I started in this business uh, in 2002, silver was trading at $3.80, gold was $250. Um, you know, we've seen a high of $51 in silver, 19.30 in gold. I think we're going to surpass that very, very soon. And this is a, one of those opportunities that come along. We don't often get a window of opportunity. It sometimes comes in the form of a job. It sometimes comes in the form of love. It sometimes comes in the form of financial. This is a financial window of opportunity, and you should be taking advantage of these prices. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. 
guildhallwealth.com. As we mentioned several times during the show, over the last hour, the e-store is a great place to start as well. If you have any questions about, uh, especially if you're a beginner getting into the market, Paul, Jeremy are there to answer them anytime at that phone number. Want to mention one more time before we go as well, new contest starting on the 1st of September. You want to go to at WM, follow and retreat the post uh, for new contest, and you can win a 10-ounce RCM silver bar. So it's, uh, and it's also, all good John, for don't forget the one gram of gold when you invest $5,000 U.S. in a registered account up to 10 grams, which means you can put up to $50,000, and you're going to get 10 grams of gold completely free of charge. Compliments of Guildhall. Nicely done, guys, and we didn't even get to uh, natural fancy color diamonds. We will do that on the next show, so make sure you come back and, uh, and listen to that as well. Till next time, The Real Money Show on Global News Radio.